yes, this is the final episode of 2019. On this episode, we talk about what I've learned in 2019, life lessons from experiences, the books I've read and content I've consumed in 2019. Do stay tuned. Welcome to 2X e-commerce, the e-commerce marketing growth podcast where you ask questions and I, Kanae, answers them. Also here from proven marketing growth experts who are number one or number two in specialist areas of online retail marketing. So if you work in or own an online retail business, listen in, get involved, join me, and let's put some fuel to skyrocket your e-commerce growth. So on the inbound marketing strategy, how do you beat Amazon? Natural search and our search engine position is critical to the customer flow through the website. I personally would not have an account process interrupt checkout flow at all. My favorite customer lifetime value calculation is an easy one. It's your average order value times that purchase frequency times uh, your customer lifespan. I'm Kune Campbell. Let's get rolling. What do sophisticated direct-to-consumer brands like ColourPop, Hawkberry, and Custom Inc. all have in common? Well, they rely on Klaviyo, the growth marketing platform that powers over 25,000 online businesses. Klaviyo is supported by a dedicated team of experts, and it is a platform that processes and consumes more data than any other in the market. Klaviyo helps you own customer experience and grow high-value customer relationships. Right from shopper's first impressions to each subsequent purchase, Klaviyo will understand every single customer interaction and empowers brands to create more personalized marketing moments. When you have a 360 view on customers, the growth possibilities are endless. Visit klaviyo.com forward slash 2x to get Klaviyo's holiday planning guide. Remember, that is klaviyo.com forward slash 2x. Hey everybody, it is Kunle, Kunle Campbell of the 2x e-commerce podcast show. This is the podcast, yes, the podcast, this is a podcast, this is the podcast dedicated to rapid growth in online retail, in e-commerce, direct-to-consumer e-commerce. This is the show you want to listen to. This is the show that has a Facebook group. So if you want to give us feedback, if you want to talk to other listeners, if you want to grow, you want to ask questions, this is the show you tune into that will essentially empower you to grow your store from a marketing and an operational standpoint and allow you connect with other online retailers for free on Facebook, on a Facebook group. And the name of the Facebook group is called the E-Commerce Growth Accelerator. What a, what, what, what better name? That, that, that is the best name you, know, you can come up with for a podcast group dedicated to rapid growth in online retail. Now, I'm not going to babble too much I am thankful on today's episode. I am like absolutely thankful. My, my hand just hits, my elbow just hit the table. I'm in excitement actually, but I'm absolutely excited um, and thankful actually for 2019. If you're listening to this episode, 
you're probably going to be listening to this. This is going to be published on Christmas Day, the 25th of December. And it's the final episode for 2019. It is a an episode I like no other, essentially. It's 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 gonna be me. Unfortunately, you're gonna well, fortunately for you, you're going to just listen to me, Kunle. Um it's it it is just a thankful type episode. I'm I thank you all for tuning in through to the podcast. But most especially, I want to share with you, give you this gift um, today on, 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 on this Christmas day. It's probably cold where you are, but um, warm, you know, in your heart. Um, I, I like to share this gift on Christmas day with you all on what I have learnt in 2019. Um some of it is not directly related to business or marketing or e-commerce. These, some of these things I'm going to talk about are really personal to me, but I, I have a connection with my audience. My my audience is not humongous. Um, it's 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 a reasonable size, and um, you know I I relish the opportunity to to connect and impact. You know what makes me happy? Um, it's when someone comes into the group and says, oh, I've been listening to your show for a while now and I've been implementing this and that and um, this has worked or I followed through with one of your guests and we're working on this together or they share a success story that I, I tried this funnel you talked about on your YouTube channel or, you know, your, 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 um, your podcast and it worked, and I'm connecting with you on another level, that actually really, really gives me a why. It really satisfies me intangibly. Okay, so I'm not going to babble, you know, too too much as I have it probably in the last four minutes, but I, I want to talk to you about life lessons from experiences, from books I've read, and content in general I've consumed in 20 19. Okay, what should I wish I start out with? The first point I have in my notes here is procrastination awareness. Okay, I'm not perfect, um, but um, I, I think in 2019, I have been, been more aware of procrastination. You know, when I procrastinate, um, I, I, I'm just more aware. And one reason out attributes my procrastination awareness if it's a thing is down to the fact that um i have fixed habits in the morning um one of which is meditation i'm going to talk about my habits which i've developed over you know um 2019 but um given the fact that i you know, meditate, stay in silence. I, I changed from, so in 2018, the most I could, you know, you know, um, meditate for was about 10 minutes. Um, now I can meditate 30 minutes straight. Um, but on average, on a daily basis, I meditate for 20 minutes now. And it, it gives you this awareness of thoughts, you know, when thoughts come and go, when thoughts are, are important and non-important, you know, just observing in silence the movement of thoughts and the importance of calm, you know, and it's it, it's been really, really interesting. And that awareness is carried over from the meditation practice 
through to day-to-day life. And, you know, procrastination is one of those things, you know, um, you're on, you're, you're working on a project and the easiest thing to do is what you're inclined to want to do. You know, I wouldn't talk about the easiest things in, in my life, but, you know, um, we have the obvious ones, you know, chitty, chitty chatter, um, you know, social media and, and the like. So what essentially happens is we, you know, we procrastinate by, you know, just pushing um, or pulling rather the easiest things now to us now and then pushing back, pushing out um, the most difficult things. So just that procrastination awareness is something I, I think I, I've i been, you know, more, um, yeah, more cognizant to, you know, to yeah so so yeah that that's one thing now um the second point i want to make or second thing i've learned in 2019 particularly in q4 of 2019 is that happiness is not a destination now all this doesn't have anything to do with um e-commerce but it has believe you me has a lot to do with e-commerce and and life because um if you're you're the best version of you then you can give, you know, to your business, to your team, you know, to your family. So all this is quite fundamental. And I think, you know, as a final show, it's it's great I share these with you. So happiness is not a destination, right? Um, it is a state of mind. Uh, I mean, do not compromise your happiness for anyone, as in absolutely anyone. Um, the most important thing is you, you need to seed happiness this is me talking to me right and then radiate happiness and then grow happiness happiness is a seed you cultivate in your heart in your mind in yourself yourself and um, when you know someone is about to take your happiness from you defend it by all means necessary Um, I'm not talking about going all violent and, and all but you know, defend it by being mindful, defend it by retreating, defend it by understanding what is about to happen, where, where they're trying to take you to and, um, you know, give an aura. This is again me talking to me, give an aura of um, happiness, you know, radiate an aura of happiness and happiness will come to you. You can create a happy environment, to be honest. And um, sometimes, uh, you know, you could re, re recluse, you could go into recluse and um, and just, you know, protect your happiness, essentially. OK, number three is find short courts, um, but not silver bullets. That's this is a big, big, big one. So. Um, I'm a big fan of Tim Ferriss and, you know, he's, he's always talking about, you know, um, you know, this hacks, life hacks and ways to, I'd say, short circuit learning, you know. So um, I think he he did some tango dancing in record time. He has a few records, you know, um, there's this one where he was, he was he did like mixed martial arts or was it high um, jujitsu and he, he learned it. And he actually got a. Um, a medal off the back of you know off, off the back of a pro tournament and and what and how he learned how to swim in record amount of time and by by learning specific things that are the most important fundamentals to to the skill 
And that's what I mean. I mean really figuring out shortcuts. So you have to be lazy sometimes in order for you to figure out shortcuts. It's not about muscle. You know, it's it's not about muscle. It's it's about brain power. And sometimes being physically lazy can stimulate your your brain to think about leverage, you know, lever, lever with machines, lever with with automation, lever with apps, levers with strategy, levers with outsourcing. You know, um the the key thing really is to keep it, you know, white hat or worse, gray hat at the extreme. But you know, um try and find shortcuts. <laughs> It's it, it sounds greasy, I know, but shortcuts help. Shortcuts will help you. Um, you know, it, shortcuts is what helps brands, you know, move from two million to twenty-four million a year in in two years. Um, I was reading um, what's the name of these sunglasses? Blenders, blenders eyewear, and their their numbers are just phenomenal were founded in 2019 and um by 2016 this is like five years of hard work they hit like 1.3 million dollars in revenue and then in 2017 i think they did like 2 million and then in 2019 they did 42 million so think about that that gap 2016 1.3 million and then if my math is correct in three years they're estimated to do 42 million. And, you know, that gave them a valuation of about $90 million. And um, that's a 2x multiplier. And they were able to sell 70% of that to, to um, Loxseeker, I think, the Italian, you know, sunglasses group um, just um, last week, you know, really, or two weeks ago. So what I'm saying is for, for a brand to move from 1.3 million in 2016 in revenue to, to to 42 million believe you me they had shortcuts <laughs> i'm not saying it's in a bad way uh, i'm saying it's in a clever way so yeah that's one principle i've i've adhered to okay now um the other thing i want to talk about is um or the other thing i've learned about 2019 is um, creating backup systems for members of staff. Um, I'll give you a little story. Um, you know, I run a Facebook ads agency. It's a boutique one, um, work with very select clients, um, no more than five to seven at any given point in time. And I have a dedicated resource or used to have, I still have right now because I replaced him. I have a dedicated resource of, um, for a um for video production and believe you me that guy is was freaking fantastic as in he great guy as in he was a hugely talented guy that came up with brilliant ways to 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 stimulate and stun emotions you know once you give him a storyboard and you give him you know footage content he he just will deliver it just pushes the boundaries so as an add-on to clients, I typically would say, okay, um, you know, um, management of the Facebook ads campaign cost 
this amount. Um, but if you want us to, to do the creatives, which tend to be a bottleneck, we have someone who will, you know, deliver, you know, whether it's 60 second videos, 30 second videos or 15 second videos at this monthly price. But you know what? You never run out of creative refresh so long as you always give us footage. That was a pitch. And, um, you know, I he was in discipline in his, you know, in for a large part of what he did um, in the delivery in attendance because we, we work remotely and um, you know sometimes he'll turn up you know the times when for for a week on end because he knows it's like a non-busy period he'll just disappear and um, yeah it was it was just I you know I, I just didn't want to lose him and then he disappeared to the run-up of Black Friday much to my dismay I had to do something. I was traveling. I was, um, I was doing my, I, I went to Australia, Vietnam, China. I was traveling at the time and I had to, at that point in time, find a new hire, someone that was just as enthusiastic. I didn't necessarily need that high level of skill. I got someone and um, this guy was just <laughs> the most arrogant of people. I don't even want to talk about that. And um, it didn't really work out. And I found another guy who had worked with in the past who had actually worked on some YouTube videos of mine. And he was enthusiastic. Shout out to Dijan. And um, Dijan was, had full energy. Basically, Dijan is now a member of the team and he's dedicated to video. I've shown him the steps. He has a massive archive of you know, previous videos. And, you know, I was scared, but I'm in a better place because I have a much more reliable member of staff, you know, um, hustle and energy just trumps talent, you know, just having that mindset of I can do definitely, definitely trumps mindset. So, so that was one point I learned another point. So I think I've, I've gone through four points. My fifth point in terms of my learnings in 2019 is some business relationships go way beyond prize. I remember when I first got a job, right? My first time, you know, getting a job and um, I was a digital marketing manager for a startup. It was not really, it was a startup, um, but they're doing really well, fast growing startup. And um, every time I was looking for help, I always look for the cheapest, and that kind of stayed with me for a few years till maybe tw till till about six years for about six years. And, and that really essentially plays you down from a scarcity mindset, um, both from your sourcing and how you pitch yourself, how you view yourself. I'm not saying you shouldn't be prudent, you know, you shouldn't be um you know, you, you shouldn't have that awareness of saving and, you know, understanding your numbers. But what, what I'm saying is seek value over price, seek value over price. And you can sell value over price when you, um, when, when you're selling the, the universe is a strange thing where what you give is what you get. I'm not going to go into, you know, the, principles of the universe here. But what I'm trying to say is, do not look necessarily on price because you'd be always shopping for the cheapest person. Try and look 
for how you're going to nurture a relationship. Look at a relationship with your suppliers or your partners as a seed that you're nurturing to become a tree. And over time, you know, those relationships, so long as they align with your values, as I said, in regards to the previous example with with the video, you know, with my video experience, it would grow. It's not just about price. It's not just about price, it's about value. Okay. So that's what I've, I've learned. Um, I'm not saying that it was just in 2019 that I implemented it, but I think it manifested itself even more, you know, than, than ever before. And sometimes you might be really desperate and looking for prize and you might just be lucky where prize does come with value and you can nurture that relationship, but don't exploit people based on, hey, you know, this guy's cheap. Oh, that guy is cheap. They will, they would know it. And one day they would wake out of, you know, that, um, you know, that mindset essentially. And, you know, it would not be good for, for either of you. My 10 tent anyway. Okay. Um, then another thing I want to talk about is a book I read. And um, this actually reminds me, um, actually, I have done it already. Um, I have sent a few copies as Christmas presents of this book to, you know, um, a few contacts of mine and partners of mine. And um, it's called The Success Principles by Jack Cranfield. And um, it is a phenomenal book. It's it's a bit of a read. I think it's like 800 plus pages. But I read it. <laughs> I read it. I didn't do much reading this year, you know, as I normally do all the years. I did more working. Um, but um, it's it's one book you should read. It's It's just based on principles of success, you know, some cornerstones of success. Yes, it's... Um, it's, you know, one of those self-help books, I know, um, but I, th- I found this one really special. One of the principles they talked about in this one was taking 100% ownership, you know, taking 100% ownership and not blaming, having that as a habit where when shit hits the fan, right, you you just you take ownership. Okay. I'll give you a small example. Very, very small example. I had, I have, um, I have a few tripods in my house and, um, I have a camera, like a Lumix, a Panasonic Lumix camera. Don't know the number and all that kind of stuff. And I mounted it on the one, one of the weakest, um, um, tripods in, in, in my study. And I put it by my, uh, my, my window, and one afternoon I came back to my uh, my study and it was on the floor and my son was playing and everything and you know obviously he he tipped it over but whose fault is it really it's my fault for leaving a camera on a weak tripod and leaning it to the um you know to the window in a house where you have kids so take ownership and that's just one thing I said look it's it's okay right? It's okay. I, I didn't do it. I, I didn't put it well. I should have put it in its case, you know? So, you know, in, in that sense, obviously you need to be more careful later on, but you need to take ownership of every single, you know, issue, every single situation. You're the sum total. What you, you are today is a sum total of everything you've done in the past, every, every memory, every experience, and every action. So just taking ownership 100% ownership of actions um is one thing i've learned 
Um, you know, meditation, as I said earlier, is good. Um, my the first hour of the day counts. I've I've actually become a morning person in 2019. And um, my day typically starts anytime, depending on when I sleep, between 4.30 and 6 o'clock. So I endeavor to get to bed by 9 p.m. If I don't, you know, it might be due to certain reasons I'm human. But every time I get to bed by by 9, I'm up by either 4.30 or 5 in the morning. And the first thing I do is I just brush my teeth immediately when I get out of bed and I take a cold shower, ice cold shower to take it to the, to the max. And once I wake up with the ice cold shower, my heart rate is, is, is pumping up. I go and meditate. And after meditating, I do a bit of reading, not massively. Sometimes I skip the reading bit and then I attend to my family. You know, we have, um, you know, kids who need to prepare for school. So I take care of them. Um, you know, I get, I get the little one, you know, prepared and then I, I just start my day. Sometimes I go, I head out to the office, so I need to catch a train or, um, if I don't need to, if I'm working from home, I just, you know, get in or do whatever I need to do. But having that routine, um, and becoming a morning person has made me get a lot done much earlier. And it's, it allows me just, it justifies me to just sleep early, you know, in, in the morning. But when I obviously have flight routines, it messes everything up. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's great. Um, I think on a final note, I want to say that, um, if, you know, you're not able to hire lieutenants, you know, having too much on your plate will burn you out. Okay. So, you know, wherever, wherever possible, try and empower people as leaders in certain aspects of your business. So they take full 100% ownership of those aspects and so report to you and you think from a 10,000 foot perspective on solutions. Um, I found that super important and I encourage um, team members to empower you know, themselves, take action and proactively come to me with constructive questions. So questions that have potential answers to it. And then I okay the answers, um, a yes or a nay. Um, super important, but yeah, just, you know, um, 2019, I've been, I've been really thankful for 2019. Um, and you know, my expectations for 2020 is that things will get better. will even get better. So, you know, um, if you haven't already joined the group, you know, join it, it's called the e-commerce growth accelerator. Um, and let's, let's have a chat. Let's have a two way. Um, yeah. Enjoy the rest of 2019 and I will see you in the new year. Have a fantastic one. Bye-bye. So that was a wrap on this week's episode of 2X e-commerce. Remember, you can catch me every week and also send your questions and comments on Twitter using the hashtag 2XEcommerce. Keep yourself in the loop by subscribing to this podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcasting app. It only takes a few seconds and it means you'll get the most up-to-date episodes to help you grow your online store. Do have a good one till I catch you on the next show. Bye-bye.